Are you going to wear something that the blood will wash out of easily when you get into a, a, a fight in the parking lot with these so guys? So many what, people what, got your back. So many good people. <laughs> Make sure that when so you, many people have your best interest. <laughs> Make sure that when you get cut, like Rocky, cut me, cut me, Trev, cut me. <laughs> The, the blood lands on the red part of the ask sleeve. Oh. And that, that way no one will know. It's like why the, the British soldiers wore the red coats so they wouldn't see the blood and they'd freak out. That's how, uh, that's how you should This is the equivalent. Fire. It's equivalent of me just walking down the street and somebody just hits me behind the head. I'm like, what was that? Oh, that was just one of the other shows. No, but they just want to connect with you. It's just so much connectivity. Are we wearing our ask sleeve shirts? I think in solidarity. We I think it's all, weird. We I think it's them. weird. It's weird if I wear it. Why? I think if it's, you no. wear it, dude. Do you not? Did you not remember the video of Joel Embiid going into the club wearing a Joel Embiid jersey? Was there anything better than that? That Embiid goes into the club wearing <laughs> his awesome. own jersey, okay, and everybody's like, "That's can incredible." I, That's why can you I just tell you. That, I know. Can I just tell you the difference? He's Joel Embiid. <laughs> You're Alan Sliwa, for God's sake! Right. Stand up, absolutely. For <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. He's still Joe LMB. That is pretty baller that he walked in with that jersey. It's terrific. So uh, you, you, we heard it off the top of the show. Emily is, is also working from home today uh, because of her closet mishap. Did First of all, did you buy the toggle bolts? Do you have them ready for the, the handyman who's scheduled to come here in the next few minutes, really? Yeah, so I did buy the toggle bolts, so those are ready to go. Okay, good. So the guy's coming <laughs> I, over to I personally to love to talk to the handyman. I just I, – I don't know what <laughs> it put is, but on. I, I feel I'll like try. I feel like we can help him. I feel like we can help him. <laughs> yeah, so he's supposed to come. He was supposed to come at ten, which is why I decided to work from home. But then he texted me this morning. I was like, "Oh, actually, I'm going to come from eleven to eleven thirty. He'll be there morning. about four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's how that works. How about those windows? He seems like a nice guy, you? but the windows they give you. It will be there between eight a.m. on Monday to four p.m. on Thursday. Just make sure you're at home. Absolutely, guys. No, absolutely. Thanks, Cox He'll- Cable. He will be the person to witness my room at the most explosive. It is <laughs> everywhere, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. I I can put him on if he if he if he wants to come on if he feels yeah. comfortable enough to come on because I, I think he can paint a good picture for you guys. Emily, are you a fan of Seinfeld? Did, did you ever get watch that show? I've watched it here and there. Okay, so you may not get this. So there's an episode of Seinfeld where George wants to build a little um, bed underneath his desk at work because he likes to take a nap and have nobody see him. But when he's under there, he has the handyman build a little shelf for an alarm clock and a cup of coffee, and he makes like a little teeny tiny apartment underneath his desk. I think we need to have a similar situation where I need this man to build you a trash can area. I need him to build you a small desk so you can put your beers and your pizza somewhere other than on the floor. I think that that while he's here, and and by the way, I'm willing to foot the bill for all of this. I will pay pay for his time, materials, and labor if you just kind of explain to him what you want. Okay, maybe we can float this by him when he comes by. I I told him he's only here for this one project, but... I'll clear his afternoon. I'll tell him. <laughs> well, we can I'll bring him back. He doesn't have to do it all today. We can we can schedule. No, nope, got to get done today. <laughs> no. Al, is there anything that you'd like to ask? Do we? What's this uh, handyman's name? I, we need we need to know what to call him. Uh, let me check again. But go ahead. Let's call him Bill for the time being. Yeah. When Handy Bill. Bill. When, yep. when, when Handy handyman Bill. Bill comes by, Slee, is there anything mm-hmm. that you would like to have him put into Emily's bedroom? I want him to FaceTime me, and I want to look at what the, all the tools that you – I'm going to know right out the gate, hey, is this guy a legit handyman or is he not? I want to know the equipment that he has. <laughs> I want to know the car that he drives. Is it one of those vans that you right open now. up the back no. and everything is there? Oh, it could and be you, that. You You're can right. walk through the – it's almost like its own lane, right? Like one of those Everything's Mercedes organized. Vans. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Left. Everything is organized to the right. If it's not that, um, we got some issues. I was. Well, could. How about this though? What about the the work truck that has the rack in the in the bed and it's got the tool tool boxes on both sides where you open up the the drills and all the materials and stuff is in there. That Amateur hour. <laughs> you need the big Mercedes. Look, if you, if the guy's driving the Mercedes van, Emily, you're getting taken to the hoop. If the guy came with just dents in that truck, if the guy came with literally just a screwdriver, I'd be like, no, he knows what he's doing. I'd be a little worried this too. Is, <laughs> no, this is his. He's a pro. All right, let's try a phone call here real quick. Let's go to Santa Monica and Daniel. Daniel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Daniel? Travis Lee, thanks for taking my call. You know, Trav, I just wanted to uh, touch on what I think you mentioned. I think it's, I couldn't agree more that there's this systemic, like, sort of issue with our upper management. It's not the player's fault. Russell Westbrook is who he is. AD is who he is. Um, let me ask you a quick question, guys, and this is kind of, I think, highlights the issue. What do you think the Lakers' single-season three-point shooting record is? And when was that set? Single-season three-point shooting. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. No cheating. I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess because I think I know where you're going here. Was it the year they won the championship with KCP and all these other guys? No, that's what I thought, too. It's not. What it was like it? 94, 95, Nick Van Exel, those pull-up threes he used to take. Mm-hmm. It's all cringe. Like 180-something, right? Guys do like two over 200 before the All-Star break these days. I think that we just we're stuck in an old way of playing, and we just haven't addressed like the three and the the perimeter defense that I think is necessary for us to kind of be competitive with these upper echelon teams. We're rolling out guys that sort of kind of been there, done that sort of thing, and it's crazy that we haven't had a better three-point shooter. Adam, this year, well, buddy, heel, right? I mean, okay, was, Daniel, was, I, I, want, I want to get into this, Daniel. Thank you for the call. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> that, that, that there's, there's a couple of things going on here. We can talk about they should do more of this, they should do less of that. That they need more of guys like this and fewer guys like that. that that's fine. Those are, those are basketball-y kind of decisions. He's not wrong. We might be stuck that, in old times. That, that, that's fine. That, mm-hmm. that, that's a separate conversation than the one that I think is more important. The one that's more important is who has the vision. Think about the other teams in town. The Dodgers have a clear vision on what they're doing. They are incredibly gifted at scouting the amateur ranks. They're incredibly gifted at finding international players. They're incredibly gifted at developing guys that they pick and turning them into high-level prospects. And simultaneously, because they're super rich, they go out and buy a bunch of star players. They have a plan of development and analytics, and star players to supplement all of these things. The Rams clearly have a plan. Now, maybe the plan for the Rams, will the bill will come due at some point, right? Mm-hmm. But their plan clearly is we're going to forego high-level draft picks, we're going to go with star players, and we're going to backload in the back end of the draft. It is a clear plan. What's the Laker plan? And that's the problem. I don't know if anybody can articulate what their plan is moving forward, whether it's inside the building, whether it's outside the building. I don't know what their plan is, and I don't think they know what their plan is, and that's the worst part. Whether it's more threes, less threes, they need somebody that says, we're going to do it like this, it's going to take this amount of time, we're going to go this direction, and no one is saying it. you got one guy over here, another woman over there. Everybody is just talking independently of one another. Nothing fits together. Let me set up... Let me set up all the question marks this offseason, okay? Because it just happened last night that they're, you know, obviously mathematically eliminated. Really, they, they were out a week ago when they lost those two games to the Pelicans, okay? This is what the Lakers are going to juggle in the summer. Here's, who's, here's who they have. You have LeBron James, who will be 38 in December in his 20th season. So 
You'll be about two months into the year LeBron will turn 38, but more importantly, it's his 20th season in the NBA. You have Anthony Davis, who can't stay on the floor consistent enough to where you feel comfortable to say, hey, AD's going to give us 70, 75 games. You have the worst contract in the NBA, and it's not even close in Russell Westbrook, um, and I don't know if you're going to be able to move that. I agree. You don't have draft compensation where you can look back and say, well, the Lakers can start drafting some players and so forth. You're going to have a, co- a completely different coaching staff that you're going to have to figure out the direction that you're going to go in. Is this completely around LeBron James and Clutch, or is it, no, we've got to look at something that's going to be three, four, five years down the line of the coach that we bring in. Trev, an organization, if they had one of those issues, one of those issues, that's a problem. Lakers have four or five of those this upcoming offseason. The, the way I just listed All it of off, it. every single one of those are their own isolated issue. That's what the Lakers have starting April 10th. I mean, it already started, but that's what they have when the season ends on Sunday. All right, Laker fans, four years into the LeBron era of his Laker career, what, what do you think? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Was it worth it? Do you continue to try to chase it years five and beyond? Or do you figure out a way to go forward without him necessarily as the centerpiece of what it is you got doing? Plus, Sleet, the Dodgers won last night, but um, I got a few questions for you. I got a few questions for where they are and how they're going to fix some some pitching things going along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Trav and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What was going to be a great Friday anyway, we are out at Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel. It's right there on Rosemead Boulevard, just south of Colorado Boulevard. Me and my best friends. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Travis and Sliwa Show. We'll be getting you ready for the Dodger home, or the Dodger opener, I should say. They're in Colorado, yep. first pitch at 1 o'clock. Mason in Ireland, immediately yes. following I'd Travis I'd like to sit right next to John. I won't have my arm around John. It's just my guy. That's my guy. You guys should do a segment at both of you as Ireland. I think that would be compelling radio. And you could go, Mason, 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 or whatever. <laughs> you, you do it better hey, than you. I do. Give me hey, something. Hey, hey Mason. Hey. <laughs> Slee was, uh, I think Slee was upset. You, hey, you, you. you put your chin out, too. I like hey, it. The shoulders start to go, and the chin goes hey, forward. Hey, you got tennis king. Hey, I think we should do that. <laughs> For sure, John. No, no, just you know, don't bother giving me a call or anything. Yeah, what are you going to do? So much love. So much <laughs> love in the air. Okay, we need the, uh, what is it, the Lion King? Hey, can you feel hey. the love tonight? We need a little, can you feel the love at Clearman's Galley? You all have plans. You're going to be there at 10 o'clock with the rest of us. We're going to eat some food. We're going to have a couple of drinks. We're going to watch baseball. We're going to watch Salee do Ireland to Ireland. Friends. It's going to be terrific. Just best friends. We added a whole other layer to this. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. I'm looking at some of the phone calls here, and we're talking about you know the LeBron era. Here, here's, here's what it's been. This is just presented without commentary. Year number one, they missed the playoffs. Year number two, they win the title in, in Orlando in the bubble. 
Year number three, they get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. And then year number four is the season that, for all intents and purposes, ended last night. When the There's a the theme Phoenix. to all that, by the way. What's the theme? Was AD there the first year? No. AD there the second year and healthy? Yes. AD healthy in the third year? No. AD healthy in the fourth year? No. That, that, that to me, I, I don't think we talk enough about. And I'm not. And this isn't an excuse of like, oh, that's why they lost. AD's availability, in my opinion, is the thing that stands out the most in those four years, right? He wasn't there that first year. Then you go out and you trade everybody. I mean, look, the first year, you could look at it any way you want. It's really difficult to win with that many young players, guys that haven't been there. And it's not a. It's it's not that you're not making. Not, a but I don't fair think the expectation argument. was it's, to it's, win the title, it, but to to go to the playoffs wasn't a huge ask, right? For which year? This year? The, the first <laughs> no, one. Bro. Oh, the first. Yeah, I, I could see that. But but it was also I don't know if you remember that Bron hurt his groin and then sure. he missed X amount of games. But the theme for me is, if AD's not there, what the hell? I mean, and, and I don't know if it's going to change because if I if you told me next season. AD plays 45 games or 50 games, would that be a shock or surprise? No. Why would it be? No. Well, That's the theme. Look, look his it may be the explanation, but the, the, the solution doesn't exist. Anybody that's waiting for him just to be healthy all of a sudden, good luck, maybe. But, I mean, I don't know why anybody would understand or, 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 or think that that's the likely outcome. Do you know a lot of players that as they get older get healthier? No. Right, the exact opposite happens. That the older you get, typically LeBron. Right, I think LeBron is, he's almost honestly. I've just got to sit here. I'm like, how the hell did he do what he did this year at age 37? I don't have an answer. Okay, but see, this is the point, Al. Right, and I get what he did. He might lead the league in scoring. I think. I think he got passed last night. I think Embiid went past him. But the point being, it didn't result in W's. It, it does. They don't win any games. Yeah. They, they, he may have scored a ton of points. He may have put on a show on on a regular basis. But the team you was were no stacking good. up losses. Yeah. It just it, and. So now what? If one guy can't can't play because he's never hurt, the other guy is even when he's at his best can't get these guys over the hump. What exactly do you have? And then you got a guy that's going to make forty eight million, who you couldn't give away. It's 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 not a great formula moving forward. Let's try a phone call here. Uh, let's go to Jason in Long Beach. Jason, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, fellas? Um, yeah, I, I think the LeBron era and all, of course, I'll take the championship, you know, even though it was an asterisk bubble championship, I'll still take it. But I'm I'm at the point now where I just want to get out while we're ahead. Like you guys both just said, nobody's injuries are on the horizon for both of these guys, uh, for AD and LeBron. So if we can get, I'd rather be in a position where we have young talent and hoping for the best versus, you know, getting let down, you know, like this season, you know what I mean? This is like the biggest letdown in Lakers history, you know what I mean? Because with the, with the roster and the talent. So I would rather, you know, be hopeful with, you know, draft picks. If you look at every team that's in the playoff run right now, hmm. they drafted well. Like they, they just have to have the patience. Phoenix is set for a long time. Um, Milwaukee, you know, they draft every, every team ahead of us in the playoffs. They won in the draft. They may add one or two key pieces, but it's not like they just completely, except for maybe Brooklyn, you know, and they're in the same situation as us. So my, that's that's my point. Appreciate you calling in, man. Trav, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think the stock is going up or down? Okay. The Laker, the Laker, like collectively as a team. No, I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to throw out some teams your way. Okay. Oh, okay. Memphis stock going up or down? Up. Dallas stock going up or up. down? Denver stock going up or down? Up. Minnesota stock going up or down? Believe I, th- that one's a little less quick on the trigger, but this season they finally look like they got some stuff figured out. Up. 
Up. Ten games over five hundred. Yeah. Clippers stock up, going up or down? Up. Up. Okay. Those are five teams. I didn't. I didn't mention the Suns, and I didn't mention the Warriors. The reason why I didn't mention those teams, they're going to compete for the next couple of years. Period. Suns they're, are. They're, I'm not so sure about the Warriors. Well, they, here's the funny thing about the Warriors. Jordan Poole. He was drafted by the Warriors. Jonathan Kaminga. He was drafted by the Warriors. Take Wiseman. Drafted by the Warriors. You know, you know the reason why I'm mentioning those guys? Mm. They're not just dependent. They have young talent, too. They, they're cropping their own as they compete. You just named five teams. New Orleans stock, I think, is going up as well. Just using those as an example. Is the West going to get any easier? They're young. They're fast. They play a certain style of basketball. A lot of these guys can shoot. Here's the worst part about it with all these teams in the West. They ain't afraid of the Lakers. No. No, well, and, none of these guys are afraid like you of the talk Lakers. about the youth on all of these teams. The la- barring something very unusual, LeBron James is going to be on this team next year. He's going in year twenty. Anthony Davis is going to be on this team this year, and he has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he misses a lot of time. Right? That that, that him playing seventy five games would be far more surprising than him playing fifty five games. Right? Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Russell Westbrook is going to be extremely difficult to move. It is it is probably more likely than not that he's going to be back. So you've got those three guys. Yep. And now you get okay, how many guys are on the team? 15. So you got 12 spots that you need to get figured out. But those guys are the guys that are going to have the ball most of the time. Those are the guys that are going to determine what your team looks like. It probably won't change next year unless a miracle happens and they can make some big moves and get some guys in on some weird deals. I think it's they're not so. I think they're so desperate. It's impossible. If you're Russell Westbrook, you want to come back to the Lakers next year. You want for to play 48 for forty-eight million dollars? Yeah, I do. Well, that that's gonna that's gonna happen either way, right? He's gonna opt into it. But if you're Russell Westbrook, are you not kind of saying to yourself, "Can I just can I go back to my old life? Can well, I go to can I go to that market where <laughs> I can have the ball and maybe we're a five hundred team, maybe we're not." Can I just go and, and the the noise isn't as loud as it was in L.A. That I'm not blamed for everything right or wrong or whatever the case is. I, I think they will do anything. If you came back with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook this well, upcoming season after everything that just I, happened, they're going to try to not help do me that understand out. that one. They're going to try to not do. First of all, trying to predict what Russell Westbrook is thinking, I think, is a difficult task. Who, who knows? Russ Russ is, sees the world how Russ sees it. I don't know how he sees it, right? I, I think he and I probably don't see the same thing when we're looking at the same thing. So I don't know where he would rather be. I know that he's going to opt in, and I know the Lakers are going to have a hard time finding somebody to take it off their hands. That, th- that's the fact of the matter. So I don't know where they go from there. I think that all three of those guys are more likely than – LeBron almost for sure, if, if, we're, if we're doing percentages. I think LeBron has about a 98% chance of coming back to the team. Anthony Davis, I think, probably has about a 95% chance of coming back to the Good team. Good percentages. I, yeah. I, I think that Russell Westbrook is probably 75, 80. Wow, you think that high. Yeah, because who's going to take him? Like we talked about it the other day, that when you when you start going through the other teams that would potentially want a player making that kind of money. Can I paint a scenario? Like that, we, Can I there, paint a scenario that he leaves? Yeah. I'm going to paint a scenario that leaves. Another team says, okay, we have – Two bad contracts that are, let's say, three three more years left on it, okay? And then you also, maybe another contract that you have to give up as well. So now you're taking back two bad contracts that are going to extend 
two years longer than what Russell Westbrook has. And here's some draft compensation because you know that's they're going to have to give up that 2027 20, first-round right? pick. But that's the terrible plan. And I think they'll do it. And that's I think a, they'll do it. Well, then, they're, then, then they are screwed for a while. Because if the idea is let's get rid of Russell Westbrook so we can be bad for two more years after that, that's a terrible plan just to get him out as opposed to, look, we made a bad deal. Bro, it's a sunk cost. Why are you yelling at me? I just thought that's what we do here. I thought, no, I thought we just take shots at each other. At guys that are Listen, not stupid. Shots you're, at bo- you. you're boring me. Just be quiet. I've got things I want to say. I am super self-important. I am never wrong. I will like the sound of my own voice. Hey, Slew is not saying anything. Let's go after him. No, no, Al. What I have to say as somebody on one of the other, my stuff is the most important. I am never wrong. Let me beat you over the head with how right I am. Let me explain to you why I know everything about everything and completely humorless about my own What the hell is going on here? (laughs) That's, That's how you do it. There, I feel good. But better to have one more bad year than four or three yeah. or two. Yeah. You you made a bad investment. Don't chase it by trying to get another bad investment that you hope goes slightly worse. Eat it and move on. All right, let's try one more phone call here. Let's go to, we're blowing up in Long Beach today. Let's go to Sean in Long Beach. Sean, you're on with Travis and Sleep. Hey, Sean. guys. Thanks for taking my call. I love the show. I do, too. Um, quick question. Uh, so... First, uh, before the last caller, Jason made a point about going through the draft picks. I mean, we did that a uh, few years, and it didn't really work out that well. Travis, you hit it on the point a few weeks ago that would what you rather you? have Anthony Davis and LeBron and those four. And I, I'd rather take you what you said and take both Anthony Davis and LeBron. But um, to make my point, I think that the question should be who is the biggest failure? It's not LeBron James. It's going to that it was Anthony Davis. Sliwa, you just nailed it on the head. Uh, you need a one-two punch to win the championship in this league. And if you look at it, you're going to say, well, with the Bucks, they did it last year against and the Suns, who had really one-and-a-half punch with Booker and um, Chris Paul. But look who they went through. You know, they, they all went through uh, teams that were injured and depleted. And one of the, they're both down 2-1 against the Lakers and the Nets, who literally were just a toe away from the Nets being in the championship. And, you know, I don't think this league could only do it with one player. And LeBron did, does his all, I, I think. And he doesn't get enough credit for I, what he's been doing at this age well, in his Sean, point I, I want to jump in right here because I think there's a couple of things. There, there isn't one way to do it. There isn't a way to do it where you just say, okay, three stars is the secret sauce to winning an NBA championship. No, no, no. It's two stars and a bunch of role players. No, no, no. It's four pretty good. Guys, there is no – if there was one way to do it, everybody would do it that way. You need to build a good team. You need to build a team that makes sense. You need to build a team that gives you some flexibility. You need to build a team that has a little bit of depth. Good teams are good teams. There is no one way to do it. We've seen it right now. LeBron James gives you a huge advantage because he's the best player in the league, or at least he was for 15, 16 years, whatever it was. But this idea that, well, well, they got three guys, we got to go. No, you need to put together a good team. There's, a, there's ten different ways to do it. Pick one and go execute the vision. It's funny because I, I, I have a – I'm trying to convince myself here. If I threw this out to Lake, if, if I said, all right, do the Lakers have any shot this upcoming season Let's say they were able to trade Russell Westbrook, and they went and got some role players, Trav. Just role yep. players. Role yep. players. This is what you were saying in the offseason. Guys, you don't need Russ. You need guys like KCP, 
and you need guys like Alex Caruso Buddy and get Hill. a couple of vets in here, but also you got some young players and some shooters and things along those lines. Are the Lakers able to go trade Russell Westbrook and get back some of those role players? Like, if, if I told you, what did the Lakers ship out? They shipped out Kuz. They shipped out KCP. And Montrezl no. Harrell was already yeah. going to go out the door, whatever the case is. If those three players came back and you didn't have Russ, I think you would you'd make the playing tournament. I'm not telling you you're going to go win a championship. But the key guys that were gone was Alex Caruso, a dude that was, hey, let me roll up my sleeves and go to work. They didn't. As much as they tried to make that with an Austin Reeves or a Stanley Johnson, some of these other dudes, they just never had a team. Magic said a couple of days ago, Murray said, there's 15 individuals. Well, there were 15. Indiv- you see the Phoenix Suns yesterday? Ball is moving. It was awful basketball to watch all season long because it wasn't team basketball. Just all these individual dudes. LeBron can go put up 30 or 35, whatever the case is. Lakers were getting their ass kicked every night. Yes. yes that's right factor cap how far would you go for your food that is next it's travis michael was my boy Michael. it's travis lee 710 espn we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is a fact that he has still not arrived. We are within the window. Uh, 11.30. 11, 11 to 11.30, so uh, we're just patiently waiting for uh, my, my dude, my handyman. You should go get some dinner and have something ready for him when he gets there because that's <laughs> about when he's going to show up around 6. Yeah, will do. Uh, okay, so up first, I saw that Ken Burns said that he drove six hours for a fist fish sandwich that Guy Fieri recommended. So, most you would travel for food is two hours. Travis, fat your cap. Cap. First of all, if you gave me 100 million years, Emily, I don't know if I could come up with an odder combination than Ken Burns and Guy Fieri. So, congratulations on that. Honestly, (laughs) those two people make up my personality. No, look, Ken Burns is – I've actually interviewed Ken Burns. He's a really interesting guy. He actually has a pretty good sense of humor. And Guy Fieri's awesome. Like, I know that he's got a whole bunch of, like, flame bowling shirts and dyed hair, but he's, like, maybe the nicest man on the face of the earth. He does a bunch of great things for everybody. But that is a super odd combination. Um, No, look, I'm not going anywhere that's more than – 20 25 minutes half hour tops to go get something it's not i'll get it when i'm in that area i'm not driving two hours to do a burger or anything really and no no chance cap times 100 so cap for me as well now if i will use this as an example 
Remember, I, we talked about that Malibu place, the fish place that I always say is awesome. The place Emily where Emily went, was taking creepy took photos a picture, of the customers. Yeah, took a photo, and customers were looking <laughs> hey. at him. Where somebody cut in line with me, and I thought he was with a party in front of me, but <laughs> right, it wasn't. Right. He just straight up cut me in line. I will plan something and say, okay, I'm going to go do this in this area, and when I'm there, I'm going to grab food from this spot. But to go, you know, think about L.A., how tough it is. You want to really dr- go drive down to Santa Monica to go eat somewhere and then drive back? That oh, sounds like an awful. I did that on Sunday. Awful. <laughs> sounds like an awful idea. It's a I, young person's game, though, right? Because yeah. Emily, em, Emily will go do it. It's not a big deal. It's a night out. It's something to do. Al, Albertsons is literally a three-minute drive from my house. And if it's past 7 o'clock, I'm like, no, I'm not going up there. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it some other time. I'm not going anywhere for anything at any point past a certain point of the day. Not a chance. Uh, so SNL had a sketch this weekend uh, about how, the length of movies and whether or not it, it influences whether you watch it. It was, it was called uh, Short Ass Movie Sketch. So uh, Netflix introduced a category on the on the site for short ass movies. So <laughs> the length of a movie affects whether or not you will watch it. Alan, factor cap. Hmm. I don't really think of the – I think it's more somebody saying, hey, this is a really good movie. Like, you go watch that movie. And if, it, if they say if, – and if I find out it's two and a half hours, that's not going to detract me from going to go watch it. Um, I think a lot of times you get caught up. We are – we're trying to get stimulated so fast now with YouTube or with TikTok or some of these others. It does make it a little bit more difficult to sit for two and a half hours and watch a film. But if it's good – you're going to sit down and you're going to do it. It's not going to detract me to watch a movie, whether it's two hours or three hours. If It's fact for me. If you would have asked me this question Thursday or even Friday morning last week, Emily, I may have had a different answer. But having to suffer through the Batman, which was, I believe, I'd have to double hey. check this. Uh, I believe it was nine hours long. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was long and, and, and long and and very long. So with two, two hours is a sweet spot for a movie. Anything more than that, you better give me something extraordinary. It better be Saving Private Ryan. It has me riveted, the which is almost three hours. But most of the time, about an hour 45, I'm ready for that thing to wrap up. I'll give you the two, but beyond that, you're going to have to sell me really hard to get me in there. I, short movies are, are far better than long ones. Taylor, what about you? The length Taylor? of time for a movie. Uh, yeah, that does affect my decision but if it's if it's a recommendation like Slee was talking about I try not to look at the length of time and I try not to watch the trailer I want to be surprised so Sliwa tells you Taylor hey listen you got to go see this movie it's two hours and 40 minutes you're going or you're not going I told Funch to go see The Godfather and he made it sound like I asked him to patch my roof can I have a kidney <laughs> all yeah, you have to do it, is watch the godfather and uh, it depends on the content it doesn't matter i mean if they're recommending it, it doesn't necessarily i mean i want to see it but if it's something that actually interests me then i'll go see it so uh a tweet went semi-viral uh yesterday the last 24 hours and it was uh the context was we're canceling each other for our food takes now reply with your most controversial food take so some of our own uh participated in it so greg said he doesn't like beans uh, Clinton Yates said he thinks that pizza is only food for children's parties. So you have a controversial food take. And uh, Taylor, factor cap. Is this controversial that mushrooms are garbage? I don't uh, know. To me, it's not. <laughs> I, I can't do mushrooms. Uh, also, maybe Taco Bell is garbage. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Also, fair. I think those are both very reasonable things. <laughs> yeah, those don't feel <laughs> okay. I think I got one. I think I got one, and I'm stealing it from somebody else. I I think it was. Who's the guy that does the um, Sports Center here in L.A. at 10 p.m.? Neil Everett. Give me both of them. Stan Verrett. I think it was Stan Verrett. Okay. And he put something that was actually really true. He said something to the effect. By the way, I could be way off, and I, I could be choosing the wrong person. You could be slandering Stan Verrett here. Easily. Go ahead. Easily. No, he said coffee is actually disgusting. <laughs> that if it didn't give you that it didn't if it didn't give you the you know the the jolt, jolt that you're looking for why the hell would we be drinking coffee and I'm sitting to myself I'm like I, like I don't coffee. think I've I don't think I've ever drink, drank coffee and been like oh man this is good the way that I may drink uh, you know a Glass juice or a smoothie <laughs> or a wine or something like that I don't ever do also, that with alcohol coffee alcohol is actually gross too if you think oh, about I it I think there's some Glass truth to it those are two hot takes right there I'll, no hot I, I think wine is good but who sits there and says I all oh, this te- let me sip on this tequila oh this is good me damn it. <laughs> I do that with bourbon bro I do that with bourbon exactly look God, I understand not liking a certain thing so okay here here's mine I could take or leave a steak. Even a really good one. It's it's like it's like the the oh you got to go to this uh, guys the the steak is the most overrated high end thing. Oh, that I'm you're surprised. Find. I'm surprised the, you're saying this. I, I just I would choose other things almost every time than a, like I like going to a steakhouse as much as the next guy. It's fine, but if you snapped your fingers and every steak place was gone forever, I'm a hundred percent okay with it. I do not have to have high end or even low end steaks. I mean, steaks are overrated. Would be my hot food take. Give me something else. Yeah, I, I, and my take too that liquor is actually gross is that I only, I only like what I mix with liquor more than I actually like the liquor. And you it's should like try I, drugs. That way you don't. <laughs> that way you don't have to do anything yep. else. You can just just don't take worry, drugs. They don't taste too. like anything. If you take <laughs> anything from this show today, try make drugs. sure you take. You should try drugs. Quote unquote, Travis Rogers. Yeah. Look, she said she doesn't think – now that you say it, Emily, when all the things – you, you don't advice. drink a lot of, like, neat liquors. You have a lot of mixers in your, yeah. your cocktails. I've, I've had neat liquors, though, and I don't like them either. That's fine. It, look, you don't have to like it. That's, that's a matter of personal preference. I get it. But you're just consuming it because you want the after effects. Right. Let's just, just, like cut, to the, let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> I recommend drugs. I, I, think, I think that's a, a good choice for, for everybody out there. And calories and uh, drugs are a little bit uh, less so, too. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll give this a try. They help you lose I'll weight. I'll listen to Travis. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, What, what could possibly go wrong? Exactly. Okay, so uh, Aaron Donald is selling his uh, $6.25 million home in Calabasas. And so uh, Aaron Donald, I, I was looking at the Zillow page and all the photos from his house. So, of course, as you do. Uh, Aaron Donald has a portrait of himself. Did in you do his the street view? Shop. Did you just do the street view uh, where course. you kind of get a chance to see what the neighbor's yard looks like and everything else? Yes, did, ever, <laughs> did all did all those things. But he has a portrait of himself in his home barber shop. So if you had Aaron Donald's money, you would put a portrait of yourself in your home. Travis, fat your cap. I'm stuck on home barber shop. That is baller as you know what. That's amazing. <laughs> that that he's got a specially designated barbershop at his house is the most impressive part about that. Um, no, I, 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 a, I know what I look like B. I don't like what I see and C. I don't need to see it in any more places than it already. There's a picture of me at my wedding of me and my family. Like I like pictures of my family. I don't like pictures of myself necessarily. So no, I don't think that I need a, 
a, a, a commissioned portrait of Travis hanging in my own house. That does not sound so like something I'd like. You can have what Slee. I'll commission yeah, no, one for I, you to I, hang in your call, house. I would call it Sleewa's Barbershop, <laughs> and I would introduce it as this is Sleewa's Barbershop, and then there would be photos of me um, with hair, without hair, <laughs> different kind of hair. Like a- when you walk into my place – there would just be a like a, a full you know those you know in in like Turkey they have the carpets that yes. they put up on the like on the actual wall it would yeah. just be a full <laughs> picture of my face and on the bottom it would say blessed no ego hashtag <laughs> I think you should get pictures of Mason and Ireland Sedano and Cap and Michael 100%. and have 100%. All of them just surround yep. yourself with the love best friends <laughs> just <laughs> A collage that you cut letters out of newspapers. We all have each other's friends. back. <laughs> That's how you do it. Would you want that, Emily? So Would you want a picture of yourself? I, I don't think I'd want a picture of myself unless it's, like, abstract or something. And it was done by, like, a very famous artist. If it was, like, if it doesn't actually look like me but has the essence of me, I feel like that's maybe where I would go. Taylor? Um, yeah. That's a good answer, Emily. Um, I can't. Yeah, that's totally narcissistic. But I think who was it? Steve Aoki has mannequins of himself in his house. Oh, that, that's, that's perfect. That's even normal. worse. So I've got three of those. I don't know. I didn't I, know I we were counting self mannequins. I can't. <laughs> you have a wreath of yourself, Travis. I can't hate an air donor. <laughs> By the way, okay. But see, now we're getting close. That's a really good idea. There you go. For my birthday, we have a wreath for every single occasion in this house. That now we need the Travis birthday wreath, and it's just going to be little faces of me arranged in a circle, all the way from when I was in uh, high school, all the way to now. And we need one for all of your kids, and then Alan, all, all great things. <laughs> yeah, we'll, um, do, we'll do everybody. I, I have it. one more, guys. So uh, curly fries is the best style of fries. Uh, Taylor, factor cap. Curly fries, you asked? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, give me some animal fries. Okay. Travis? I, I'd really like curly fries. If, if you, I would never, ever send them back i would never be frustrated by them i i the you're not only... like actually talking to the fry <laughs> the only one i mean no disrespect I <laughs> no, mean, no. to all the, those i'm, I'm going to be disrespectful to one particular fry that i don't uh-huh. like everything else is great i don't like those steak fries they're like a potato that's cut in like eight or ten wedges i'm not a huge fan of that everything else you're going to give me your french fries curly straight otherwise waffle cut i'm in i'll take whatever you got i'll eat them waffle cut i think those that's are the great. best fry those are great. I think that's the best fry. Who is it, Carl's Jr. that does them? Who does waffle Chick-fil-A. fries? Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A? Yeah, that's yeah. Chick-fil-A. What does Carl's Jr. do? I, do they do waffle fries or no? I think they just do normal fries. Like maybe. String, I honestly string don't know. Fries? Look, right. guys. I make it sound like I was there a week ago. <laughs> it's, it's a deep-fried potato mm-hmm. covered in salt. There's really no wrong way to make it. There it really isn't a, oh, 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 would you do that? Uh, the way you cut that potato has really changed my opinion of it. All fries are created equal in the eyes of Travis. that all of them, Em? Is your yes, handy- that's all of them. He is, is not here yet. <laughs> I was just going to say, is your handyman there yet? The way that you, you looked over your shoulder there for a second, I thought he might yeah. be coming in to, uh, to get your closet squared away. All right, don't forget, Slee, me, Mason, Ireland at Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel coming up on Friday. At we should all room together on Thursday night. We'll Go all stay to- together. 
and watch then, the Dodger game, and go then we'll just go on Friday, go hang out, really enjoy each other's company, really get to know each other, really start to peel the onion. What makes you Tixley? What makes Trav and Mason and Ireland? What, let's, let's talk about our feelings. Let's talk about our deepest, darkest secrets along the way. We're going to be there 10 a.m. You're going to be there too. Come on out, enjoy the day with us. Talk a little Dodger baseball, watch a little Dodger game, have a little food. It's all thanks to our friends at Hornitos Tequila. A shot worth taking. Dave Roberts. Becoming my favorite guy, Slee. I'll explain next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, Slee, remember when I was out having wings with some friends and uh, a listener to our show came up and introduced That's right, gave you an ask, Slee. Yeah, he did give me yeah. an ask, Slee. He just reached out on Twitter right now with an ask, Slee. So, because this is a fan that I met out uh, in the community. It's your which, buddy. Best yeah, friends. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tight. And, oh, by the way, Friday, Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel. <laughs> Not the final. Never. No such thing as the final ask, Slee. This it's is just it. the last ask, Slee, for a Geter while. said this, it. Bro, this show is from, some respect to Geeter. <laughs> always, always. Uh, this is from Chris. What up, Trav? It's Chris from Santoras here. Is it time for the Travis and Sliwa show to challenge Mason and Ireland and Sedano and Cap to a battle royale like they did in Anchorman? Is, is, so that, is that where connected. we're headed? We're just so connected. We'd be connected. We'd be connected. This is how point. we connect. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> that, 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 that's kind of what happened. That escalated it? quickly. <laughs> right? You ready for that? You want like sure. the the ball and chain? Do you want the scimitar? What what sort of weapon are you bringing in? Bow this? and arrow. I'm a bow and arrow guy. <laughs> I think you guys would be connecting fists more than anything. Connecting slaps. See, they gotta get close. To this slap that could be a thing. They, you never know. Let's try a quick phone call here. We gotta put our guy Manuel up. Manuel and Gardena. Manuel, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey fellas. Manuel. Excellent Wednesday to you, sunny Southern California. Hey, so real quick. When um, this whole Sliwa detraction started, I can pinpoint the exact time that one Michael Thompson, John Ireland, and Steve Mason uh, started it. It started when Mason was at that Rams game and saw you guys getting full cover on that scoreboard, right? Remember the Sliwa and Allen thing? They went on and on for about a week and a half. It was just jealousy, man. So, Slee, don't, don't even, like, sweat it, man. They see that you're the young buck. You're the, the pit bull in the arena. <laughs> These guys are like two chihuahuas in a dachshund trying to come at you. Just And that's why they Play keep barking people. and barking. And uh, furthermore, on uh, the Laker dudes, man, their homerism – Went to a new high. I think we all us educated Laker fans saw the writing on the wall of this season. Even you, Slee, you kind of admitted it a few weeks back. But remember, these guys were like, oh, we're going 6-0 and like a week ago. And it was like, come on, guys, stop, man. It's enough already. So don't even sweat it. It's because you're the next big star, and those guys are flaming out. Okay, here's the thing. Let, 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 let me respond. By the way, I think he's yeah. on to something about no, the, no, but uh, the video here, here, board. Okay, but here's the funny thing. Are you running your mouth or am I running my mouth about any of that stuff? Because I don't remember running my mouth. I was. I don't remember. <laughs> no, you weren't. 
No, not in a, not at those guys. But of I course, was, you're not at I those guys. Pretty, I was pretty pleased that we were the ones that got on the board. That we it was were the awesome. only ones that got on the board. We were the only ones that were there all season long. We were the only ones that were outside SoFi Stadium. That all of these are the things that I think upset the Golden Girls, and I think that they get very sensitive when people start to poke at them, and you know they well, like to funny. fire back. They like to fire back at the guys that uh, perhaps are not the ones that are to start this stuff. I think that they but their little sewing circle got but, very sensitive when they. That's the funny thing to me. What's funny to me is I didn't run my mouth. You didn't run your mouth. We haven't been running our mouth. What's all the barking for? Barking left and right. Everywhere I look, somebody's barking. That's that's my point. You know, you're just talking about the Manuel mentions the the dogs barking, whatever the case is. If someone's not barking at you, what the hell are you barking at? That's what little dogs do. They yip, 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 yip. Right? You ever, you ever walk by, like you go for a walk in the afternoon, and you're just enjoying the afternoon yes. sun, the sun's yep. on your face, you're maybe listening to a podcast or the yeah. music. I've been doing that the last be. two weeks. <laughs> and and out of by, nowhere, there's haymakers. And, and, and then all of a sudden, you walk by somebody's yard, and this little rat comes running out. Yip, 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 yip. You didn't even do anything, but the little the little rats, the little annoying little things over on the side, they just can't start nipping at your heels. That's what they do. Again, if I was running my mouth, I get it. Anyways, is what it is. By, by the way, this is also it's kind of a little adjustment phase for me. It's like, all right, well, I guess this is how it is. All right, roll up our sleeves, go to work, and we'll figure it out from here. Blanche and Sophia and the rest of the gang, they'll get over it. They'll be all right. They're going to just, just embrace them, Slee. Just tell them how much you love them. They won't know what to do. Just, hey, guys, can I play Best friends, bridge? bro. Can Best I play friends. bridge and drink tea with you guys when we sit out here on the patio and wait for Miles to come on over and hang out with us? Just, you'll, you'll be good. You'll be good. You'll Best be friends. Absolutely good. ESPN Radio.